We would like to thank your sponsor, Valley First, a division of First West Credit Union and a member-owned financial cooperative serving the Okanagan, Similkameen, and Thompson regions. They offer a wide range of banking and investment services for individuals and families. Valley First also has a talented business and commercial team to provide the expertise, products, and services local businesses need to grow and thrive. Hello everyone and welcome to Business Matters presented by Valley First, a division of First West Credit Union. My name is Rob Capallo. I'm a Chief Strategy Officer at Now Media Group. Today we welcome Darla and Sean from Copper Brewing and Porters to Business Matters. Thank you guys for joining me. Thanks for Thanks having for us. Having no problem. Uh, Darla and Sean are the driving force behind uh, some amazing beer, some uh, amazing locally sourced food and, and a lot of fun times. So I'm excited to kind of explore um, the journey to where you guys are today. But uh, one of the important questions I have uh, to start off is given the time of the year is have you guys done your Christmas shopping yet? No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> I've started. Well, for those who haven't, Popper Brewing GCs make a great gift. Oh yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's a good plug for you at the start. Uh -huh. um, stocking doesn't hurt either. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Um, before we jump into the story, I'm curious, so I, I know that you two are business partners, but um, did you guys know each other? How did you guys, sorry, know each other before you got into business? Yeah, we we, wed where we met at a mutual friend's wedding. Um, I actually, I made beer for the wedding. Uh, it was my, one of my best friends that was getting married. Um, and I brought the beer, it was, it was in Alberta. Darla was really good friends with the bride and she brought the wine. Um, at the time, she was at Exton Hilo. Um, so, yeah, I set up my station and I was pouring beer and Darla came up and said, oh, she's like, this beer is pretty good. And I was like, yeah, yeah, it's, uh, you know, I make it myself and, and all that. And then she said, well, um, is this some kind of hobby or something of yours? And I said, <laughs> well, actually, I want to open a brewery. And she was like, really? She's like, well, geez, maybe I want to start a brewery. And Honestly, from there, we just, uh, it was, uh, you know, we chalk it up to a drunk conversation at a wedding and uh, never thought too much of it after that. And um, I think it was like three months later, I think you messaged me yeah. on Facebook three months later. And she was like, hey, I'm actually pretty serious about talking about this. And uh, yeah, so we started chatting about it and um, things got a little more serious and, you know, got a, got a solid business plan together. And then we signed the lease on the space that we're in now, uh, probably about three three months after that, and started construction like another three months after that. That's funny. So did um, uh, you guys didn't know each other until the wedding? Like that's when I you know. actually just had well, actually. I think we might have maybe run into each other at one other time, yeah. like in passing, yeah. like a mutual friends party kind of thing. But that honestly, yeah, like no. <laughs> no, this has been a wild ride. <laughs> I imagine. So, were you, so um, Darla, you mentioned you were at you were at a winery working. What were you doing at the winery? Uh, I was just a wine tasting lady, but okay. uh, my background is uh, dental assisting. And when I moved to BC about six years ago, I did not want to do dental assisting anymore. But I love wine, so I got into that part of. Um, BC because I'm from Alberta right, okay. and I really like the industry so that's when I met Sean and there was an opportunity there for both of us actually 
And that's how come we, like, I kind of jumped into it. Interesting. And so you were making beer as a hobby. Was that your background at all? Or were you just doing it as a hobby? Uh, well, I started, I started making beer when I was like 18 years old. My, oh. my grandparents owned a wine and beer supply store in Edmonton. Uh, okay. um, so I used to, I used to get dropped off there. Um, <laughs> in daycare, basically, right? Cheap so, yeah, so I would just kind of, you know, help my grandfather and stuff and and he would teach me little things about beer and wine that I totally forgot about until he passed away when I was around yeah just 18 years old is when he passed away and I and you know we inherited a bunch of his equipment and that's when I was like oh man like I totally forgot about it all and then I started uh I just started making beer in my parents basement and um it wasn't very long before it was a full-on production facility I probably had five or six batches on the go at any given time. And I was throwing parties with my buddies <laughs> to get them to drink the beer that I had. Cause I needed the bottles for the next day. Cause I was bottling another batch. Oh my gosh. And uh, yeah, my, my mom and dad were kind of like, okay, um, that's enough. <laughs> none of this. If you're, if you're going to continue this, you're, you're on your own kind of thing. Right. So, yeah. So ever since then, I just, I've always, I've always just done it as a hobby, just kind of, you know, owning it in. I'm, I'm a carpenter. I went back to school for civil engineering tech. That's when I moved here to go to Okanagan College. Um, kept brewing in the meantime. And um, yeah, just that's started thinking to myself, you know, like Kelowna could use another yeah. craft brewery. And at that time, you have to remember at that time, there was only Kettle River and, right. uh, and then Redbird had just opened. Um, so now there's, now there's 19. <laughs> that's crazy so yeah. what year did you guys open when did you guys what uh we opened in august of 2019 august 2019 oh interesting so i'm curious if if someone asked you to describe copper brewing we'll start there and we'll talk about porters in a bit but if someone asked you to describe copper brewing what would you say what's the experience when i walk in uh i think it's just an inviting comfortable space and um we really tried to make it we really tried to build it so that it was like walking into someone's living room. Mm. Um, the whole thing, I guess, behind copper is that, um, yes, there is a dog involved, but it's not the reason why we named it copper brewing. Um, it's because copper is like a semi, semi precious metal. Um, it's kind of like, uh, there's, there's, there's some value to it, but it's not unattainable by anybody. So, um, when we make beer, we want to kind of make beer that everybody can enjoy. Um, at a high quality, but right. uh, at a price point that isn't going to, you know, you know, break the bank for anybody and, and, and get, get the quality across. Right. Um, so that's kind of where the name Copper came from. And then, yes, I, I did have a Bernese Mountain Dog named Copper. <laughs> it was going to be the mascot, but he ended up passing away um, shortly before we started construction of the brewery. So that's why we actually have the Bernese Dog on the cans. It's more of like a tribute you know, to kind of tie it all in together. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So, um, Darla, what is your role? Like what's your day-to-day -day role in the company right now? Like what, where do we find you doing a little bit of everything? Yeah. A little bit of everything. I feel in wherever I need to. Right. I used, I used to work the bar all the time, but, um, we have too many other things to do now behind the scenes things. Yeah. yeah. Darla's always kind of been like the public relations, I guess you can call it. <laughs> Everybody knows Darla. They everyone comes in. <laughs> oh, Darla. So, you know, I've always been like the, 
the kind of behind the scenes and darla's been more of the face for sure for people that like your guests that come in and everything interesting interesting because i i love the story i, I kind of knew the story a little bit of how you guys started but um having an idea and actually doing it are two different things right a lot of people have ideas but never action it did you guys have like entrepreneurship in the family like any of that like where i know you mentioned a little bit with the family there sean like did you guys have business like did your parents run businesses as well or family like or did that sort of really just come as an idea and like no we're going to roll up our seats and just get it done uh yeah i mean i i had a couple businesses in edmonton that i did like i had an eavesdrop business and um you know, I, I did a lot of, uh, I had like a renovation thing that I was doing for a while mm -hmm. and that kind of stuff. And that kind of got me, you know, more familiar with the business world. And it right. comes from a lot more of a business background. Right. Um, they were, well, I'll let you. Yeah. Oh, just, uh, just my ex-husband and I had, uh, oil field businesses in Alberta. Got it. So, not that I was really super involved in it though. But we had owned businesses for, yeah, over 20 years. Right. Interesting. Yeah. So one of the things I find really unique is you guys have some really interesting flavors. We're going to talk about it in a second. <laughs> the thing I love is like some of the, I'll call it the partnerships you guys have in the goal. One of the ones is with Habitat for Humanity Okanagan with your builders, Pilsner. I'm curious, like how did that partnership come together and how does that work? Like maybe explain a little bit what that partnership looks like. Yeah, well, how it came about is, um, I'm going to be very honest with you, um, the Canadian Home Builders Association, uh, Dan Weiner, he was sitting in one of our booths one day, and I just walked up and said, hey, how's everything going? How are you guys liking the beer? And um, from there, we started a long conversation about um, Canadian Home Builders and how they wanted us to start coming to um, their Building After Hours events and just pouring beer. And we were like, yeah, absolutely. Like we, we think that's going to be great. They really liked their place. Um, as we developed our relationship with the Canadian Home Builders Association, um, there was a conversation that came up about how, you know, maybe we could do some type of uh, community um, donation that actually, you know, ties in our local community and, and, and is able to surround, like be surrounded by, by beer. Right. And that's how we kind of started talking with Habitat. They were all for it, um, you know, and that, that's where the name, the Builders Pilsner came into effect. Uh, not only is it, uh, I'm gonna call it a construction beer. I can say that because I'm a carpenter. <laughs> yes. um, you know, it's, uh, it's building, it's helping build, you know, affordable housing in our community, mm -hmm. so. So our percentage are, uh, of all the can sales, all the sales go to Habitat, is that the way it works? Yeah, so a dollar from every four pack that we sell to liquor stores goes to Habitat, and then also in the tap room, a dollar from every sleeve. Very neat. Is there other partnerships that are out there that I'm not aware of? Do you guys have other partnerships that you guys are doing? Dog treats. Yeah, we do. We have spent spent crane dog treats that we do with uh, Bliss Bakery. Um, we uh, also donate a uh, dollar from every can of dog treats that we sell. We actually can them in beer cans. Oh, that's very and, cool. Uh, and we make them from the spent grain that we use after the brewing process. Uh, yeah. Bliss Bakery comes and picks them up, picks up the spent grain, takes it to their bakery. Mm. Uh, they do up all the treats, bring them back, and then we can them and label them. And then we uh, split them up evenly. And then, yeah, we just have them. I just have mirror on the shelf for sale. I've been trying to, you know, even get them into, into liquor stores and stuff like right. that as well. Um, 
but uh, it's it's slowly starting to gain some traction. Yeah, it's one of those things with anything like that. You know, it just it just takes time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Interesting. So I mentioned you guys have some unique flavors. So currently, I was looking on the site this morning. You have a peanut butter cookie dough stout. You have a pumpkin spice latte stout. You have a blueberry milkshake IPA, and I might have missed other ones. So I'm curious who comes up with these ideas. Like, how do you? You know, are they are they just from trial and error? Where do you get inspiration? How do you come up with, hey, I'm gonna do peanut butter cookie dough beer? Yeah, I don't we always laugh at this question because it's it's actually not it's not as, as complicated as, as <laughs> um it usually comes from us uh having a meeting in the morning with uh with Richie, who's our brewer, and uh Tasting, tasting some of the beers that we got going on. Talking about some of the some of the ideas that we could do. Um, Just the flavors that we like. The flavors that we like, and uh, it's kind of crazy how it all happens. It usually starts at one point, and throughout maybe a 15, 20 minute conversation, it grows into something that we start, you know, looking into, and and then uh, and usually what we'll do is we'll try most of our like really unique beers start as one of our casks so every second friday we do a cask night okay we'll tap the cask at three o'clock so we'll um try an idea in one of our casks see how it goes taste it and then um if it works really well then we scale it up and we brew a big batch of it interesting and, and do you find that like are people asking for like something different like that? Like, or is that you know, like no more regular beer? Like are people asking for different flavors and uniqueness and try to like come try it? Or is it just like, hey, they like to try it and then maybe go back to their regular beer? Or like, what, what do you typically find? Yeah, we find that actually our, our best selling beers are our core beers. Mm. Like Wandale, Copper Lager, Red Ale, just yeah. our, our uh, West Coast yeah. IPA or Hazy Pale. Um, those are 100% our most of our volume um, right. we like to do we like to do this other stuff uh because first of all we can we're a craft brewery right. and and the other thing is yeah like to offer Kelowna something a little bit different um and unique and uh we don't have to we don't have to be we're, we're small enough that we don't have to worry about so much about the scale of things and if it's going to be a great seller if it's not going to be a great seller so it gives us a lot of opportunity to try some different things and we've, we've had some really good beers we've had some that we've been like yeah you know i don't know if we'll ever do that again but <laughs> it's um it's always been fun to be able to have that you know um, be able to try different things and, and offer the town something a little bit different yeah it's cool so do you guys have any favorites or is there something right now that like well are you are you both i would assume sean you're a beer drinker darling you're a beer drinker or you're more of a wine person but if you are no, what's i'm your, a beer drinker yeah, but what's your favorite what do you guys drink if you had to order oh. something? I think you're on the Lebowski stout. Right yeah, now. we have a Lebowski stout, which is, uh, it mimics a white Russian mm. drink. Yeah. So that one I really like right now. Awesome. How about you, Sean? Uh, I don't know. Every day, it depends on the day. <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, it depends what you're feeling. Sometimes it's a hazy pale day. Sometimes it's like a triple IPA day. <laughs> like a triple idea. wow depends <laughs> on how the day goes <laughs> okay so you you you've been running copper boon for a couple of years um you wake up one morning and decide oh, we're gonna open a breakfast place why not 
So how did that come together? Like, cause I mean, obviously I see it's right next door, quote unquote. So I get the, but where did that inspiration come by that we're, you're going to do something different and, you know, and offer a breakfast option to Kelowna? Well, when we, when we were designing the brewery, um, we designed it actually like the front in a way that we could connect the two spaces in the future. Mm -hmm. Not to say that that was like 100% mm -hmm. what we were going to do within three years of opening, but it was uh, something that we always had in the back of our minds is, hey, as this grows, we have this possibility of bringing in the kitchen next door. Right. If it ever comes up. So I get, you know, I'm never going to say that anything happens at a good time. Um, but this time that, it, you know, MTL did come up for sale and it wasn't maybe not the best time because coming out of COVID, uh, cause everyone pretty much, you know, took a bit of a beating yeah. at that time, but, um, it was an opportunity that we knew that if we were going to, um, grow as a business and we were going to make the brewery a more attractive spot to come given all the extra competition now that's in town. Yeah. And, uh, also have a chance to do something a little unique um, in the space next door. We decided that we were going to to, to, to jump on it. So, yeah. And the why, why, breakfast. why breakfast? Like, why not open it up for like a full restaurant dinner? Like, why why breakfast place? Um, I guess there's, there's two reasons for that. One reason is that... Um, that, that space is really nice at nighttime. Uh, it's got a, it's got a really cool set of lights in the front that mimics like stars. There's little, little small LEDs that are hung from the ceiling. Um, all the glass is really nice. It's, there's a lot of cool like reflection and, and, uh, and lighting that goes on in there. Um, but we thought that that space would be really good for, for hosting events at nighttime. Um, but we do have to put the kitchen to work. So, uh, to make it make sense. So we figured, well, if, you know, if we start a breakfast restaurant, uh, that there isn't as much competition in town for breakfast as there is for dinner. Um, given also the area, uh, breakfast and lunch is, uh, primarily when the times when this area is full of people. Um, so, you know, we figured we would bring something unique to town, uh, something a little bit different than what other people are doing and uh, also have the ability to have that space opened up in the evenings to uh, host people's events, whatever that may be. Interesting. So did I notice you guys are open for lunch now as well? Yeah, so Porter's has a, has a lunch menu. Um, it's a, yeah, so it's, a, it's, it's, it's just basically a brunch restaurant. So you can get both, you can get both. Yeah. Uh, the kitchen also services the brewery after Porter's closes. Got it. Yeah. And, and so you did touch on, so the space is available in the evening if businesses or groups want to run events or anything like that's the idea behind. So you close early so they could run their afternoon event or dinner time event or nighttime event in the space. Absolutely. Um, you know, even uh, like anything like that, uh, guest speakers, uh, lunch and learns, if they want to do it on a day that uh, if they want to book a day that you know, we're not open because quarters close Monday, Tuesday. Right. Um, all, there's all kinds of options. I mean, we've been doing, we've been doing Christmas dinners for groups as small as 12 to up to 50 um, throughout December. So 
there's uh you know the sky's the limit kind of thing on, on what people want to do um we've even done uh like scotch nights and stuff for uh, a local group here in town so there's 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 a lot of different unique opportunities for sure in that space I know that um, I've, we've come a few times and I love that there's some unique dishes on there uh, on the menu, especially for breakfast is, you know, you can get your, you know, regular eggs, but you've got some unique dishes. What are you finding? What's popular? What are people ordering off the breakfast menu? A little bit of everything? Or is there a dish or a few items that are selling more than others? I don't, I, it's pretty even. It's pretty, yeah, it's pretty, pretty even spread. Actually, we're, we're kind of surprised. Um, we do have some unique things on the menu like we have like a breakfast ramen that we didn't really know how that was going to go uh, we rolled the dice a little bit on, a, on something like yeah. that but it's actually that's been doing really well and you know people are really enjoying it yeah. um, we have like a Ukrainian breakfast which is uh, mm. just a hearty breakfast with cabbage rolls and pierogies um, our souffle pancakes are amazing the souffle pancakes are really cool um, but yeah there's you know, everything's, everything has generally been well received. There's a mushroom one. I'm trying to remember what it is like a bowl. That's like oh, a bowl. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah that, that's my, that's my go-to. I love that one. That's, that's <laughs> awesome. awesome. <laughs> so I'm curious on similar to my question on the beer, when it comes to the food, are you guys trying new things, adding new things, experimenting, tasting like our, or is the menu fairly set when it comes to breakfast and lunch? Um, well, we're always, I mean, we're, we're always trying things out and uh, always looking to change things up. Um, for the meantime, our menu is going to be set probably until the spring. Right. Um, just to kind of get us through winter and stuff. But yeah. throughout the time, yeah, absolutely, we're going to be testing things out, getting feedback from people that come in, um, trying to hone this place in to give Kelowna, you know, give Kelowna what they, what they want. So you guys must be well fed and well hydrated. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. It's funny. We always joke around because we've been living off like uh, fry bits, random pieces of bacon and the odd pierogi that's uh, here and there for like about a year now. <laughs> oh, there is. When it comes to the food, is it is it mostly uh, or is it all in-house made? Yeah, most of it. Most of it we do here. Yeah. So we there's, it's, it's fairly prep heavy. Um, right. which can has its has its ups and its downs uh yeah. but at the same time um we're trying to do everything as as much as we possibly can in-house for sure I, i'm i'm curious uh, you mentioned the name copper uh what about porters like where does that where does that or where does that name come from what's the inspiration there because you think uh, I think beer when it, when when I hear the name, but I don't know if that's the connection. Yeah. <laughs> so funny thing about this, yes, there is a dog involved. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's uh, but it's not the reason. Um, so we we had a lot of ideas about different names and stuff. We weren't really sure what we were gonna call it. Um, you know, but uh, a couple things came across the plates, and but then. Porters came up um, because a porter is a, is a key role in the restaurant industry um, and kind of, it just kind of resembles like who Darla and I are um, in this business and what we do. And um, 
a porter is the is the person that's making sure everybody's stocked and making sure that things are flowing properly for the whole operation um and that's that's basically what we do mm. so that was part of the reasons why we called it porters also the fact that um, there's another bernie's mountain dog in the mix that is our uh mascot now and his name is porter so oh, just a kind of a play on the whole thing and and uh you know it, it just really ties in the the two businesses yeah i think it's great so i'm curious on um you guys didn't know each other you met at a wedding started a business together you seem like you're still getting along how's the partnership, <laughs> how's the partnership been like you know, oh no, we, partnerships, it's not easy all the time right but how has that been uh, everyone will have their days right <laughs> for the most part i think we i think we genuinely get along really well yeah we do um we're for people that haven't really known each other i i feel like we're we're just very aligned in our in yeah. our direction and our focus and uh where we want the ship to go yeah we think the same yeah we have similar yeah. similar ideas similar goals um and it, that really helps to be aligned for sure if we weren't i don't know I honestly don't know how this would work. Yeah, but um, having that uh, having that alignment's really been key in this whole thing. Being in the industry that you're in, uh, I know food and beverage. I had a little bit of background way back when is that it brings some real odd hours. How do you balance like your your family time and work time? Do you find it difficult? Do you find like or, you know, for, especially when you're first started, probably some real long hours there right are, are you able to get away now a little bit and you know not be there when it opens and it closes well it's it's been a long three years <laughs> um covid really created some unique challenges uh for us in the brewery and yeah. then yeah i mean uh restaurants i'm not gonna lie they're they're not easy and if anyone thinks you know thinks otherwise i don't know i i, I would be the first to, to challenge that for sure because it's it's a it's a complicated business there's a lot of moving parts there's a lot of costs there's a lot of you know there there's and it's you're really reliant on um really good execution all the time so quality control is uh is is huge and without kind of being there to make sure that things are running smoothly um you're going to have a tough time making it work. Not to say that that's what it's going to be forever, but yeah. in the meantime, yeah. Uh, like work-life balance, um, <laughs> definitely skewed towards the work side, yeah. but, uh, you know, we find our ways to manage beer helps. <laughs> that's triple IPA day, but yeah. it's also like the flip side, like it must be, you know, a prop proud for lack of better word, when you, you know, you come and the restaurants busy and the, you know, people are having fun and you're, you're bringing some joy into people's lives at the end of a work day or a gathering or a group gathering or friends getting together. Like you probably sit back, hopefully you get, you, you get the time to sit back and go, that's pretty cool. Like we created this, which is, which is, you know, which is must be balancing the tough days with some of those real sort of small moments where you're like, that's pretty cool that we did this. Yeah, most definitely. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I know you say it all the time. Like, it it is great to see. Yeah, it is. You know, when people are coming in and they're enjoying themselves, yeah. um, and uh, I'm not gonna lie, we're we're underdogs, you know, mm -hmm. and but we have uh, we're committed and we have we have a we have a vision and we're yeah. sticking to our vision and we're trying to do 
we're, we're, we're doing the best we can for sure. And we're just very happy to see that people are enjoying it. Love it. So for those that uh, just on the beer side that maybe, uh, I think you mentioned that, you know, if they, if they can't make it into copper, where can we find your beer? Is it liquor stores? Is there other restaurants that carry it or pubs? Like where, where can we find copper in Kelowna and elsewhere? Yeah. So during COVID, we spent a lot of time actually uh, working our beer into, into different liquor stores. Mm. Um, we're, we service uh, Kamloops down to Soyuz, all liquor stores. Uh, a little bit in the Kootenays, Castlegar, uh, Nelson. Um, we've got some beer at Rosslyn now. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, Big White, Silver Star. Um, we, this summer, we moved into the Lower Mainland, so we've got products distributing out uh, Abbotsford, Chilliwack, Vancouver. That's awesome. And then we're in some restaurants around town. We're in some restaurants around town. Um, we, like to, we like to try and make some good relationships with... Uh, smaller businesses like ourselves yeah uh, just recently uh like crafty kitchen just brought on our builders pilsner which is really cool we're very excited for that and they're they're like awesome amazing people and they make really really good product um uh skinny dukes has our beer on um very you know, cool chances chances casino we do their house lager uh oh, the goldstream restaurant at the at the airport yeah. um 97th street 97th street pub as well there's there's montana's. a yeah, montana's there's a lot of they have a lot of little places that and big places too um like yeah. i think we just have some beer on a king tops now and uh and that as well but yeah it's a and it's it's always it's always kind of changing yeah. it's a it's a it's a very competitive industry mm -hmm. um there's a lot of options for restaurants and bars um yeah. And there's a lot of big players that have, you know, a little more, you know, a little more uh, resources behind them than we do. Right, right. So, but for us, you know, it's always been about quality. Yeah. So, um, that's what we, that's what we, that's what we sell. And that's what we do. We do a quality product. And, uh, and that's why we've made some good relationships with a lot of the restaurants and bars that we, that we're in and liquor stores as well. That's awesome. Yeah. And, and, when you come in, you notice that, like you, you definitely feel that difference as well, right? So um, I do, you mentioned sort of, you wanted that you're almost walking into someone's living room or house and you do, like you, you don't feel like just a number, it's kind of cool. Like it's a really good vibe and and um, food's always good. And yeah, so it's great. So I'm curious, given that last question I have is, uh, you're like the last thing I want to think about now, but we're like, what's the future? What do you guys want to go? Like, are you thinking, you know, other locations? Are you like, Rob, I just need to figure out these two. Like, so <laughs> where yeah. Yeah. I don't know, Mexico, Mexico would be nice. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know. As I didn't know you're in so many like restaurants and like across, you know, BC, that, which is awesome. Congrats on that. So, but what, like, what else, like, where do you want to go next? Like, what's the vision taking you guys? Oh my, I don't even know how to answer that question. At the moment, we're still very focused on what we're doing right now. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, who knows what's going to happen long term. We, we've grown really fast, right. like, faster than we anticipated. Right. Um, so at the moment, to be honest with you, we're just navigating uh, what's going on right now and trying to make it the best that we can. And... Um, and then, yeah, we'll evaluate definitely what we're going to do in the future. But, um, yeah, who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? 
I, I know one thing you, you need to do, Sean. You need to finish that Christmas shopping. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably by Christmas Eve is when I'll get. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you run into the gas station and see what you can find. Yeah, pretty exactly. much. <laughs> well, I know you guys are busy, so thanks so much. Uh, I know we've we've really enjoyed our partnership with you. I know you've come and poured at our office, uh, done some stuff with Kelowna now, and we've loved your, the partnership. And it's walking distance from the office, so we love being able to even just come by for breakfast and or you know beers at lunch or after work or whatever. So um kudos to all the like I know it's not easy like I, you know I used to be an F&B way back when and it's it's a tough go for sure so um it's you know yeah congratulations on the success up to now and I know there's uh good days and bad days so lucky you got viewer to put up with the bad days also that's good so at least you, you got something to fall back on so I'm excited to see where you guys go next um for sure so I really appreciate the time kind of chatting and maybe get you back down the road when you opened up in a, your third or fourth location yeah <laughs> yeah definitely I'll have gray hair by then yeah. <laughs> well thank you guys though for taking the time I know you're busy so thanks for hopping on today I really appreciate it yeah, yeah thanks, thanks for so having much, us Rob. Rob. no problem um everyone else uh, I would say go try if you haven't been to copper yet go in there quarters go in grab breakfast go for a beer uh it's great everyone else have a great rest of your day and um thank you for tuning into business matters we would like to thank your sponsor, Valley First, a division of First West Credit Union and a member-owned financial cooperative serving the Okanagan, Similkameen, and Thompson regions. They offer a wide range of banking and investment services for individuals and families. Valley First also has a talented business and commercial team to provide the expertise, products, and services local businesses need to grow and thrive.